Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Hi, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder. It's where I speak to bands and musicians from all over, UK, the world, all different backgrounds, all got their own story about how they play music and how they make it work in their lives. On today's episode, we've got a grime legend from Roll Deep, 20 years into his career, just released a 16-track album, Everything Is Under Control, which features JME, Frisco, P-Money, so many excellent names. There's mad sounds on here. Great stories. I feel like I got springs in my feet looking, listening to this. This is Ace. Magasent Hilaire. Everything is under control. He's on tour this week and next around the UK. Hoot and Annie in Brixton is tonight. Go and see him if you get the chance. Listen to this record. Magasent Hilaire. I hope you enjoy this chat. I had an absolute blast. I got a couple of sponsorship messages for you and we'll be right back. 2000 Trees, the best medium-sized festival in the UK, happening this July, headlined by The Chats and the Gaslight Anthem. Get your tickets now from 2000trees.co.uk. So many excellent bands playing at this festival in Cheltenham, just a few hours away on the train from London. Manchester Orchestra, Hot Mulligan, Nova Twins, Boston Manor, Hot Milk. If you're into heavy music, if you're into guitar music, a bit of hardcore, some indie rock, some acoustic stuff as well, 2000 Trees is the one for you. Head to 2000trees.co.uk and grab your tickets. Introducing Ampollo, the new app for musicians. Using AI stem separation, play along to any song, improving your practice and performance. Record audio or video and connect with musicians all over the world. Collaborating and creating together. Think Google Docs meets TikTok, but for musicians. There's a huge range of video and audio editing tools. And the best part, it's free. Download today and make your mark. Ampollo, made for music. Ampollo is the place to download from the App Store to practice your tunes, get it online, meet people to collaborate with. And right now, on 101 Part-Time Jobs, we've got Manga St. Hilaire. 101 Part-Time Jobs. My first job was in Watford. I worked in the Harlequin. Yes. Yep, I licked a lot of girls in Watford. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me not exaggerate, not a lot. <laughs> but free but free free when you're 16 is a lot that is a lot that's that's yeah, a when, list yeah when you're, yeah it's a list <laughs> what were you where in where in harlequin were you working in a place called the discovery center it was like a toy shop yeah i know discovery center yeah how do you 32 oh yeah so it's oh, i'm 38 but yeah you would have that would have been around the same time yeah. that's really funny watford's a funny place isn't it because it's a real Melting pot. I guess yeah. a, like my parents included, they grew up in Harrow. You know, in the nineties, they made a bit of money, but just by sticking at their jobs, mm. and then bought out in the in the sticks where they got like a, a big house for us kids, basically. Yeah. And so Watford's like that, isn't it? It's like that satellite commute about town. Yeah, because people like from London, like I'm from Northwest London. That's where like, I grew mm. up. Then it's yeah, you can go to Watford, you can go to Luton's a bit far, but Watford's a bit closer. Do you know what I mean? Did you were you going out in Oceana? Yeah. Er, well, I was a more of an area man myself. <laughs> Ah, yes. I was scared of people who went to area. Yeah, area was... That's uh, people, those are the people who beat me up. That's where I was, area, because that's where they had the first Eskimo dance as well. Are you joking? Yeah. Yeah, first Eskimo dance in area Watford. Watford is a very important place to grime. I see, I didn't know that. You know, I'm, I grew up, like, getting into, like, guitar music. And okay. grime was also this, like, way, you know, from... I had, like, the friend that introduced me to Roll Deep when I was, like, 17. Mm. And so, even though it wasn't my, my immediate kind of, like, first, like, 
sort of sound that I'm like that I feel most comfortable in. It was the thing that's been about grime is it's stories and it's it's personalities. And I, what's really attractive to grime, if you're not like in the epicenter of it is that it's like a group of people coming together to make noise louder than they are individually. Yeah, true. And like you said, it's sharing the story. But it's the same with like punk music and all these things that I learned about punk music like later, like yeah. later on in my like my life, my career, whatever. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like, you don't think this is bad. We're not We're not part of the, the mainstream thing. We're going to go over here and do it ourselves. And it's sick. That's, 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 that's the main thing I learned about it. It's the exact same thing. Same thing. Do you know what I mean? It, it was the pump house. The punk stuff was happening. Like bands like Gallows mm. and, I mean, they're not so much punk, but like Enter Shikari had the Pioneer in St. Albans. I don't Enter Shikari. Yeah, yeah. I don't Enter Shikari. And it is about yeah. doing it yourself. And I think even, yeah. I mean, that's what this show's about. 101 part-time jobs it's about all the different things you're thinking about in the day to to make sure what you're trying to do is ultimately you know the most you that you can be and do it in the most right way because mm. there's there's a lot of hurdles there's a lot of ways you can go wrong i suppose not to sound cynical or jaded but there's a lot of ways you can have a pure idea and then between that kernel and actually getting it out a lot can a lot can happen brother i said this i literally who was I talking to? Why was I saying? My memory is so bad. I literally said this yesterday. There's so many things. See that now, yeah? I feel like in my life, when I have an idea, I can kind of execute it to the best I can. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whereas before, like, I, was, I was talking about my music with someone. My music, yeah, before I'd have an idea and I couldn't do like the video, right? Or I couldn't get it mixed down properly or the beat wasn't what I wanted. And mm -hmm. I feel like at the moment today, it's kind of like coming together like everything i got an idea for or even if, even up to like a feature not fully there yet because i want to get some people that i can't get yet but it's getting there i feel like it's getting there and i feel like there's so many ideas you've done or had and they're sick ideas and i tried to execute them but it just wasn't right and when i look back on it i was looking before like say oh why did that why did people take to that and i look at it and said yeah, it wasn't good the idea was good yeah but the, I, it wasn't good the execution and i feel like it's working now this is it Do you know, i often think about how a lot of people have very similar ideas if not the same yeah. ideas oh, and bro. it all comes down to execution yeah yeah and it, and it, how quickly they can get it out because so many ideas i've had that people have just got got there before me basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean but mm -hmm. all done it better that's another thing. Like they just got it. Like like you said, the execution has got done better. And I thought, yeah, I would. I never had it to do like that. It was the same idea, yeah. but the way you done it makes a lot of sense. Is it all about money? Is it all about the gear that you got? Sometimes, more time it is because money is the stress on everyone's life in it. Like you know what I'm saying, because if I because like one of my first projects was called White Jeans Sue Confidence, yeah, and I never had no money. I think I had two hundred pound, maybe less than that, actually, and I just tried to record it all in one session. Like it was like eight, ten tracks, mm -hmm. and it sounded terrible. Mm -hmm. And whereas when I got a bit more money, or I was just I didn't even more money. Actually. I think I just had more of a steady income at the time. I was doing a bit more shows. Mm -hmm. I just got to you know, take my time, and now I could I take out like this project took like two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could just take my time. So it, it's it's kind of about money really or mm -hmm. or time because if you've got time to learn the skills yourself which i which another part once i realized i wasn't making no money i started okay i need to learn how to do video editing i need to learn how to record yeah. myself properly i need to yeah. like learn because i can't afford to just be messing about yeah so a lot of it is money i'd, I'd say i love to that get it out properly i think a very a big similarity between grime and punk is that impulsive nature of it you know it's yeah it's go it's go it's go time and that's not mm. always conducive to the best results. You know, to be able to give yourself two years for this project, for this album, 
That's better than yeah, six months. Yeah, but also even even though I say it's two years, I've done I've dropped two projects in between that. Right. Yeah. So it's not. And usually I would just go, and that was my big f- f- flaw before. I'll just I hear we go. Ah, here it is. Mm-hmm. Ah, bruv, mm-hmm. Nah, don't need to do it like that. Release it at one a.m. I mean? on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly. What, so a couple of years back, I mean, I say you know what I keep saying. A couple of years back, I realized it's two thousand twenty-four. Ten years ago, I was <laughs> yeah. in Toronto with me and Wiley, yeah? and then Wiley was playing for Street. We just we was releasing songs, and literally the moment we finished the last bar, we just put them on SoundCloud. Not checking them through, yeah. not that thingy. We're just doing that. We've done that for like two weeks. That's funny. And I, I thought, like, yeah, that's what we. I get it because yeah. it wasn't like big songs and I think, but mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, just rushing it and just doing it. But really, take a little. Now I zoom more out and just take a little more of a look about what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said that about this record, and I've been mm-hmm. I've been jamming it all morning, and you like it, yeah. I love it. I was amped up. Oh, I was going to go see. for a run, and I got worried if I go for a run now, I might step out onto the road. So I'm too excited. <laughs> That's what I do. I've got to really listen to the, to the songs that I listen to when I go out for a run. I've really got to make sure that they're not amping me up too much because I will okay. step out into the road and I will get run Sick. over. <laughs> okay, don't do that. I won't. But everything, want, everything is under control. I mean, that I feel like coming out of COVID, you know, say it without saying it. It's like, I think a lot of people are reassessing, you know, and a lot of people are like looking at like taking that zoom out and, I think a lot of people are thinking, mm. okay, is what I'm doing right now the thing that I want to do? I think everything is under control. That that phrase, I think, is a lot of a, on people's minds a lot. I think that's reflecting mm. what's what's out there at the moment. Does it feel like that for yeah. you? Yeah, because it's it's about paranoia and protection, basically. Mm. So then you got see that songs that Vey on there, where it's just talking about you know they got man working every day. None of it's making sense. One rule for us, one next thing for them. Like that's what that is, and then. Then you've got songs like uh, Don't Worry, which is like obviously about my daughter, where it's like, it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Everything's under control, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So there's like two there's two sides of the same coin in that sense, in terms of the title and the themes running through it. But yeah, man, it's just about just having a look like, why is everything under control? Because it's like, let's not even stress about it because, you know, it's being taken care of. Or is it everything's under control? Panic. Crisis. <laughs> you know, never fit you know in, I mean? never wanted to. There's always more work to oh, do. Love that song, man. Yeah, excellent. Ah, I thought I was a genius when I came out with that. I wanted yeah. to get Mike Skinner on that, to be fair. What did he say? He said, yeah, but then he was doing this, a film. So he didn't have time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. Said, I haven't seen that film yet, actually. There's so much coming out. There's, there's stuff coming out all the time. How do you deal with that? From an artist's perception and bruv, a listener perception, how do you deal with that? I can't deal with it. That's the thing. I realised that this is stuff coming out. You're not gonna like you're not gonna get a day or a time or a week. Like mm-hmm. I said, I worked on this project for like nearly two years, yeah. I'm not gonna unless I keep I have to keep pushing it. I'm not just gonna put the link out and there's people gonna rush towards it and start taking it in how I feel like they should. I have to keep going. Mm-hmm. I have to put as much effort as in promoting it mm-hmm. to, as in as I did making it. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of effort into making it, so have to do a lot of effort because there's literally stuff every day, like yeah. all the time. Yeah. It even in even in by small genre there's lots of literal content and then you've got the big old UK music scene then you've got the worldwide music then you've got films you've got podcasts then moments just happen like oh here's this argument that's happening online mm-hmm, that's going to take mm-hmm, away from your mm-hmm. it's all accumulative right it's like before you put yeah. a track out you've got to put out like five months work of building up to it it's mad that's how it works isn't it yeah even more than that it's, it's so crazy man that's why but the only good thing is I'm getting very good at like I said, try to see well ahead. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I used to just do everything, like, all at, at the same time. 
Mm-hmm. And I realized, no, I got to have like, okay, here, where's this song going to live? Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. they is not going to get played into um, in a rave, really. Whereas alarm bells might. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. UBU could live on radio. Mm-hmm. Um, the intro would be like driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to think, like, hey, where are these even going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even funny, even from one to two, can't keep getting away with it into, like I said, mm. different sound, different feels. Yeah. Different energies there, isn't there? Yeah, I want to explain, like, the first bit is like, hey, hello, hello here's what's going on. And then the second bit, just some bars, like, here you go, I'm still showing up. Because, again, that is part of the personality of, like, yeah, show off thing. We all have that ego inside of us. I yeah. want to show you that I'm better than you in certain, what, yeah. I, what we do. Um, yeah. But say, whereas coming off the first track where it's, like, more vulnerable, not vulnerable, actually, it's kind of, like, explaining. Like, okay, mm-hmm. here's a, here's a catch-up, actually. Let me just say, it's more of a catch-up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the mm-hmm. last song, like, Exit Wounds is more vulnerable, like, and it's okay to open up and things like that. It's more, you know what I mean? We're made of multitudes. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think Graham lacks sometimes. And, and, and it's mad, actually, I don't think Graham lacks it. Let me not say that. I think people... I think all music can lack it. I think, you know, because I think you get into an idea of what you think something should be. That's what I think. And I think that comes from the, the fans more than anything. I think that's another thing. I think when, when artists start to move outside what their air quotes known for or topics mm. they're usually known for, people start to dismiss what they've said so mm. that makes people not mm-hmm. want to do it anymore it's like you didn't mean it last time yeah but of course of course you can you, you, we're all different people exactly catch you on a monday morning i'm a lot different to the rest of the week exactly night. exactly and then they, they just makes artists not want to do it because they feel like ah, it's not gonna work yeah. and like you said time money effort i put a lot of effort into it. actually i've got a song on this project that's it worked like that the ubu i released it as a single no one cared like no one cared. But I realised my audience is not that. I haven't got that audience for that. But I worked mm-hmm. hard on that song. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of money on the video. We've done that. I love the song. But now I realise maybe I should have just had it on the project for like, the people who really listen to my music to let's hear it. Whereas mm-hmm. me trying to either garner new fans or feed my current fans, that's not the move. But I still love the song like a lot. So yeah, we still do it. But that, the- that trial and error. I mean, over 20 years making music yeah that trial and error is that are the goalposts always moving with that are you always like yeah every day you're working it out and that's part of the job that's part of the gig yeah figuring it out yeah like, i think i'm only figuring it out now that's like like i said earlier i think i'm just figuring it out now like okay like if i was to make another project i kind of understand mm-hmm. what's for me because a lot of things a lot of things i enjoy listening to that is not for me to make mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, not say not for me to make. Let me say that, but not maybe not to push forward to sell. I should say so. I can still feel like I can create anything. So don't ask you what you want to create. You can create what you want. But so if you want to sell something, that's kind of out of your hands. Do you know what I mean? Like right now, I'd, if I had a chair that would fit perfectly between my bed and my chest of drawers, that's perfect for me. <laughs> but this, the dimensions of the chairs would be sick if it was just here right now. But I can't go around. It's not going to sell mass market because yeah. not everyone has this exact space. That's how I look at it. You don't have the control. It's okay to open up featuring Merkage, Dave. Yeah. Dave's got that thing as well. You know, he yeah. was he was doing, he was doing these parties and wanted to do this kind of, I don't think, I don't even know if he said it, but he wanted to do this more vulnerable side and that's what we hear on his records yeah. and that's how we make sense of it. Yeah. You know, we're like, oh, this is this is someone here and now being vulnerable in like what it's like to be vulnerable in 2024. Yeah. That's what I get from uh, from Dave is, is that it's mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this feels very present. Feels very now. Yeah. Yeah, very now. I, I always say his first album is 30-year-old boy in the corner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> boy in the corner for 30-year-olds. 
Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, this is what we're feeling. Like, yeah, it's true. This is exactly how I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, that's not just one way. It's not just sad. It's just like, just the multitude of thoughts and feelings that go through your head. Yeah. yeah. I think you've got to do a real good job to, as you get older to not get weighed down by weight on your shoulders or, 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 or the, the stuff that you didn't mm. plan that was not, not so, not so good, not so good stuff mm. to, to hold you mm. down. I think it's actually, I think we've, we're going to have to be pretty stubborn to keep staying positive as we get older, you know? I yeah. think, we, it, you know, it's mad. I don't think, I don't think you should stay positive. If that makes sense. I feel like you should just understand it's not, it's, the, like, it's not against you. Mm. Things are happening, but it's mm. not happening to you know oh my god i gotta say the worst quote it's not happening to you sometimes it's happening for you do you know what i mean like do you know what i mean because some like things you thought you wanted at the time mm. like i always say there's things i thought oh, yeah man i wish this happened if it happened i wouldn't have been, i wasn't even prepared to do with it properly anyway you know what i mean mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like it's, sometimes you think what you didn't get is a thing sometimes what you didn't get sometimes what you didn't get is the present here we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well that's it Look, if you have to work for something and, and figure out a way to work something out with the resources that you have yes there's something very special about making making do of what you got and I think that makes you be here longer how so because it because if things are given to you once it obviously things change and it once they start get given to you mm. you don't even know how to get them mm-hmm. Te- teach teach a man how to fish basically yeah in music yeah do you know what I mean like if I just got like if I stand like I was in Road Eat forever. Then after, I just got a big deal. Everyone said I'm the golden child, safe. And I, and I, I know I'm sending in my invoices for my videos. Any idea I had, mm-hmm. no budget. Uh, used the best studios, rare, rare. Once, obviously, that runs out, which always runs out because, you know what I mean, that's how life goes. Mm. I don't even know how to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Whereas today, if I've got, like, I've got a distributor, I've got a publisher. I think I've, I think I've even got a PR person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, if that went away today, I know how to do all of it. And I could, I could still, obviously it might not be to the same level. But it's a basic understanding of it. I know how to put out music. I know how to edit videos. I know how to put out music. Mm-hmm. I know where to upload. I know how to do a mailing list. I know how to put on a show. Yeah. I only just got a tour manager this year. I know how to contact venues and do all that. You know what I mean? But obviously it's not to the same. It's going to be a lot more stress. But I know how to do it. Well, a lot of people, they get given it to them. Mm-hmm. Because obviously everyone says they're the person. But then they, oh, once that goes away, once you're not like, in favour anymore, which happens a lot in music, especially black music, it just goes so quick. Like No one cares about your legacy or what you've done before. Mm-hmm. Like You have to keep proving yourself every time. So once you're not the person anymore, like, they will like... They just, that's why they just go from... Like, they go to obscurity. They literally got no idea how to... They don't even know how to do a, a DJ made out of their song that they might love, which might be a hit. This is why there's a lot of artists that do to go to pretty pretty good lengths to protect themselves and they, now we start understanding why people protect themselves and maybe try and build a, a bubble around themselves because that stuff is real it's not yeah. paranoia that's like a, that's a real scare right but also the difference with that is that you start but then you, then comparison starts getting you like you have to be very secure in yourself to live like that as in Mm-hmm. So you've got your bubble around you and you're building up your community, you know, one by one. Basically, say, that's what I did. You know, literally, one, someone will come to our show with their mate who didn't want to come to the show and about the end, they bring someone else. And then someone, that's, I've seen yeah. that happen about, doing about a couple of, and that's so sick. Or even I was on tour with a band called Asteroid Boys and they're like a punk grime group. and From Cardiff? Yep. And I love them very much. And um, 
I was opening up for them for about two years, maybe even longer than that. And by the end, when they like kind of broke up, people, as soon as they announced the tour, they want to say, yeah, make sure you bring Manga. Yeah. And I thought that, and I went from, when I, th- I remember the very first one was Southampton. It was a daytime tour. And they didn't want to see, they, I got booed in Glasgow. I got things like, they don't care. Obviously, again, they're a punk band. So who's this grime guy? And I wasn't that good yet. So by the end though, they, a lot of my initial fan base came from mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep going. But um, but then you start looking at comparisons. So you have to be secure in yourself because then people, you know, someone have a good year and you think, wow, they got the good manager, the videos are sick. And you're like, ah, I don't know if this is working because mm-hmm. you start looking at mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. But it is working. It just it just takes a lot longer to build that thing. Growing in public, I think, is something I find so fascinating because that takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of vulnerability to be like, I'm not where I want to be right now in my performance, in my yeah. in my talent. How have you sort of frame it? Yeah. But you but you mm-hmm. gotta do it because if you don't do it, you'll never get better. That's the thing, bro. You have to stop. You have to start, bro. Enough people are more, the, the people is way more talented than me. Like, wait, naturally. I was saying this all the time. I worked at trying to do this thing, basically. Like, you know what I mean, more they had more charisma, they're better at lyrics, they're more musical, whatever it is. You know what I mean? But if you don't start, bro, then, you, then what? It's not gonna get handed to you. I know mm-hmm. it sounds like an old man quote, but it's like you have to start, you have to you have to fail. You have to fail to be you have to fail to succeed. Yeah, it's like, true. Yeah, you know I mean, and I, I understand that more and more as the year goes on. Yeah. I mean, over the years, have you, has it always been writing and recording? Has there ever been like a time where you've put it down for a long period of time or, or had those kinds of moments where, where, you know, it was like a reassess moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a fork in the road moment. Yeah. I think, I think it was the other way around. I think at the start, yeah. When I very first started like joining Roll Diva, like, I was just going radio all the time. Like I thought that was the key to be in like the best. So you go radio, you do your thing, you murk, and then one day you get a book in and then you just get bigger, bigger, bigger. Obviously that didn't work for me like mm-hmm. that. Um, but when I had like a reassessment moment, it's when I, ch- ch- well, I say changed my name, added my name like to Manga St. Hilaire rather than just Manga. Rody, we stopped kind of recording together. There was nothing going on like, in terms of that. We done everything, everyone. And again, I'm like, I'm, the, I'm 38 and I'm the one of the youngest. I think I'm the second youngest in the thing. So obviously these men have been out here before me they're older, they got left, whatever. So everyone's kind of stopped. Everyone kind of went their own way. Not in a, not no animosity thing. Just like life, in it? That things were, it's just hard to record a 12 man. Anyway, but I thought, if I stop today, but if I'm only going to get known, if anything, for like my one verse on the one I'm here, which I thought, nah, that's all. But for the amount of time, that was like 2012. And I thought, I've been here since like 2004. And that can't be my only contribution. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then time there, like I said, Wiley's doing great, Flowdown's doing great, Target's doing great, J2K's doing great, Skepta, James, all these people that like my literally not just peers, like literally in the same was in the same crew are doing amazing things. Mm. I thought I can't just stop, bro. So then I started thinking like, what am I trying to do? And then luckily that's when we me and Target and the Flowdown got our own studio in Bethnal Green. Like we had a roadie studio where everyone would be then everyone stop, well, stop, leave that alone. Yeah. And me, so me and Target Florida got a smaller studio, it's like about the size of this room, like a little box room. And that's where I started, like, started, like, myself. Like, okay, let me just try. I would just be, like, I don't think I had a house then, I didn't have a flat or nothing. I just was, I was in there all day, all day, every day. So you were spending money on the studio, but not a flat or a place? I never had a place. To live? No, I, well, I was at my mum's and that, but like, yeah. even then I'm in there sharing my brother. And I, again, I was like, I would just stay, so I just stay there all the time. I used yeah. to go home to wash maybe, 
and just staying there. And just again, Target was busy. Target's very busy, and so is Flowdown actually. Flowdown was there a bit more than Target, but Target was like obviously he had radio every day. He's doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? And then Flowdown was just doing shows. So I was I wasn't there, but most like I was staying there all day. Every day. And were you learning to engineer? How yes. what were you like engineering then and, and yes. using the desk? Just recording myself. That's because again, I see Wiley do that. Wiley knows how to record and mix himself. Record, Wiley used to press record, run in the booth, literally because in the old roadie studio, run in and record. But mm. he was so much better at studio than me. Like he could record like whole verses in one go. Mm. I wasn't good at that. But so obviously, this was a smaller room. So I just press record. Basically, it's what I do now. You know what I'm saying? I press record. I record myself all now. Record myself, say a line, think of a line, say it. You know what I mean? And then yeah. put the pieces yeah. together. Made with love, that. There's something that for me that like, that's like, that is made with love. That's how you make something out of. Yeah, out of something pure. Yeah, because I got to try. You got to try things. Mm. Like, yeah, I just got to see. I'll oh, make that work. So my voice works good here. Or I've got an idea. Let's just try that and see what on. Speaking of radio, you've just got a pretty good part-time job on One Extra with Cyan Anderson. Yeah, mad. How's that going? How's that feeling? I love it. You know, cool. Radio is mad. I thought it'd be a lot easier. It's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> It's not easy. It's not like a podcast. See, like now how we're talking, we're just talking. We're just, you know what I mean? We're going off. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like that. It's well, you got the second job of running the desk. And, yes. and it's not just faders, is it? No, it's like everything. stings and sound design and the station sound and news. So I just, luckily we don't have news yet. <laughs> I mean, no, we don't have news on the weekends. But yeah. I just started doing the desk last, it's for like the last month. Because mm-hmm. I, I was the co-host. Luckily, I was just, on the, like science been doing it for, Long, long that's my bridging for like 10 plus years even longer than that actually when i think about it mm-hmm. so she's obviously seasoned in that but i thought I, we need to i need to start doing the desk too you know what i mean because i can't be, be scared yeah. of it yeah. do you know what i mean so, so the last like month i've been doing the desk like last two shows actually i've done this whole show on the desk and obviously hosted and it's yes it's just sick learning something brand new that i've never done before do you know what I mean? This is it. It's about learning new skills, even in your mid thirties. Yeah. To be like, oh, this is a new thing that makes me feel good, and it opens up a opens up a kind of a door. Not in terms of like, not just for possibilities or opportunities, but opens a door in your mind in the way that like, there's still shit to learn. Yeah, there's still yeah. shit out there that we can have fun with. Listen, I say that all the time. Like, I always want to learn new stuff. I think that's the only way that's kind of kept me here. Like, oh, how do you how do you take pictures properly? Like, so you know, I got a camera and I mm-hmm. know about taking pictures in you know, raw and going in Lightroom and thinking it. How do I edit? videos like my next video level and size i've edited i've edited it myself i've actually edited a lot of videos at the start but they were pretty shit but i'm what i'm saying i've learned over the years okay let me just try how to do that i did now if yeah. i show you my new one i literally i literally gotta finish it in the next couple, little while mm-hmm. um i feel like it's pretty good i thought oh, i can see myself progress the same with recording when i started recording myself okay how do i get better at doing i love learning things man real talk especially when it's got to do with our thing like because it just helps mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Self-sufficiency. Yeah, yeah. So when you were in that Bethnal Green studio, yeah, were you how how else were you getting by? Was it was it live stuff no, where you could bring in? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I I literally thought about this other day. I got no idea because even the shows I was doing shows at Target, yeah. But um, so when he paid me like I don't know hundred pound, two hundred pound at the time, mm-hmm. mad, yeah. And then so, so I'd have to say we got a show at Target. I'd be like, okay, just don't pay me. Just use that for my bit of the rent. Yeah work it out that's that's literally the only, and then i used to like bump train or just yeah, yeah. get a lift or something like it or that's when i'd stay there i'd just stay there and just wait till like last train and do like i do whatever man like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. them time there i had no no i didn't have no shows really i didn't have no music wasn't paying like that's what that's when it kind of switched over to streaming as well 
So like, you know, you got your little Ditto account, but I wasn't going in like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, honestly, no idea. <laughs> London's a funny city because I mean, I, I growing up around, growing up in Burko and moving down when I was eighteen. Yeah. I live in Deptford now. Oh, local. And only in the last five years, where are you? Woolwich. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love this area. There's something about this area where I feel at home. I never felt anywhere else. I lived in Islington and Elephant and Castle. Oh. And I've, the things I found about those places, I found it really hard to walk out the door and A, get a job, mm. but B, kind of like feel comfortable enough without feeling fucking skin all the time. Yeah, true. Yeah, definitely not like that. Right here, it's not like that. You can, you ain't got a lot of money, but it's all right. You can get away with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of pound shops in Woolwich. A lot. <laughs> so I get my presents. A lot. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What would you Who is it? My daughter. Come in. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got you got stable life you got a you got a, a hands-on balance with life i mean having a kid i mean that's a real that's a real life changer yeah it is it is she's brand new okay it's not to eat it's not to eat um yeah she's she's 10 months she's fantastic how's that affected you 10, ten months having a baby what have the last 10 months been like uh hectic <laughs> and learning yeah but she's the best yeah do you get your your time writing you know in the morning no i don't i haven't wrote anything for about 10 months no i haven't 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 got the balance of but luckily i've done all the stuff before <laughs> luckily i've done it all before yeah 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 hey manga thanks so much for this the record is awesome oh, I'm, I'm buzzing i'm looking forward to listening to it next it's coming out this friday this episode will come out next week the tour's starting oh it's so much to do but i'm tired already <laughs> you're gonna be getting some nine hours sleep after them after the shows <laughs> no part. are you going out do you go out out nah not anymore nah nah because i luckily, luckily i did to do shows you know what i'm saying yeah and i don't really i like performing and that's my favorite part yeah that's my yeah, favorite part that's the thrill so I, I get to do shows regular. So me being like in a club, yeah, yeah, it's better. And I don't have to pay, and I get paid, and I don't have to queue. I ain't got. To, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's nice. Like, like I just yeah. don't want to leads on Friday. Actually, I don't want last week. Oh no, I'm like on Friday. I done a road deep show. We don't want in Hackney for the first time. That was really nice. And then on a Saturday, I had a show in Leeds. Nice. Uh, with Deep Medi and Malor and that man there, and that was sick. Like that's why I get my thing of club yeah. culture. Yeah. By being there for my set and then going home straight after. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. I enjoy it, man. And what are the latest on those grime shows, of those big shows? Because there was that time where they were, you're getting in a lot, a lot of trouble. Police would always kind of have their antennas up for it. What's uh, it like now? They don't care about us anymore. It's not, we're, not, we're not the dangerous ones anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? More, now it's more about um, people actually going there. Right. Promoting them is harder. Like it's not about the people. Like there's no trouble and all that jazz. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's um. I can't explain it. 
See, like, you've got Gram MCFM, you've got Gram Originals. Those are, like, the two biggest ones. And you've got, like, things like Outlook, which is obviously Outlook Festival. But Gram MCFM, there's no trouble in it. It's not about trouble. It's more about getting people... Like, Jamie has to put his own money up to make sure that thing could happen. And without someone like him, it can't happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's always, good, it's always good vibes. It's, always, it's great, yeah. man. It's great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, Mango, I've loved this chat. Thanks Thank so much you. for the time. Thank you, man. You've been great, man. Real talk. I loved it. Just to end with, I love hearing about work gas, work fuck-ups. I mean, I've had so many jobs, which is part of the reason why I started this because I love hearing about other people's like experience sure. with that stuff. Mm. I love the one of the the one of the tr- things I tried to do. I tried to become a sperm donor because I thought you could get quite good money and it turns out actually it was a really rigorous process and they only pay you 15 minute 15 quid at a time and the I fact went in rigorous process is hilarious. <laughs> I know I was trying to think is there a pun in here? I don't know. Get some rig- steel. Rig- rigorous process is, is the pun. You Stella Stella rig. And I went yeah. in and you got a jizz and a, a little a little thing. Mm. And there's a touchscreen thing where you watch porn. And I'm like, well, I can't believe they don't give you gloves when you touch. Anyway, I, I, oh. I got to the point and I missed. I just jizzed all over the floor. I didn't get in the cup. And oh. I thought, this is something I need to write down. I need to remember this when I'm 65. That was, that's a work fuck up that I, <laughs> even though, even though I wasn't going to get paid 15 quid for it. That's all right. We do that for free, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you have to sign out all these forms. You've got to post it. It's too old school. It's you do it's, it for free. It's a it's it's a real uh, it's a rotten stellar rig, you know. It's what got... there's no you can't it's not it's not actually a centre. It's not like a little bit you can go to. There is yeah, it's in London Bridge. Why? Okay, London Bridge. <laughs> and I rang up my my mum actually convinced me not to do it because she said you know when when they when those kids get to eighteen they can find out the who the donors were and she was is like that true? yeah yeah oh yeah then, yeah yeah now, so, yeah yes yeah now I got to do it now you can't have. You can't like having a kid outside is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you want, yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to be in that kid's life, man. That's a serious That's thing. That's it. That's it. It's true. What what work fuck up have you made? What work gaff oh, comes to I, mind? Ever, all of them. I used to work in Carfer Warehouse. Hated it. Um, what I used to do at Carfer Warehouse it used to be quite good commission in there, mm. but it used to be like you had to kind of be like sinister to make money. I'm not really in that. Okay. Um, so let's say for a contract, you can get up to that like, fifty pound commission. And for a page you go, you get one pound sixty. Okay. But page goes like going Tesco, you just scan it and just go. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, I was working in it was in Woolwich, it was around here at the time. So I just used to think, okay, I'm just going to try and scan thirty page goes as much as I can. I'm not going to try convince. Whereas the man then would be like the, the people that are coming in. BM. Have you ever seen that program Phone Shop? Yeah. It's like yeah. It's, phone Shop. Wait, is, I'm thinking of Phone Jacker. No, not phone jacker. Oh, no, yeah, phone, shop. phone shop. No, there's I'm... a shop called. There's a product called phone shop. It's like it's like um, just yeah. You I will go on YouTube. You see, yeah. phone shop is the most accurate way of how car. I definitely know that person who works at Carfin Warehouse. because yeah. you'd have people that make really good money at the time, like really like come up in BMWs and Mercedes because the commission was really good, and that that's when phones were like starting to boom. Mm-hmm. That's when it was MP3 players and phones, and just before Blackberry. Blackberries are like the height of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So people was really buying phones, like, um, but I just thought, I was so lazy. I don't want to convince some old woman <laughs> to get a sixty-pound contract on O2. Yeah, I mean, or not, it wasn't even O2 yet, so in Orange. So I used to thought, okay, I'm just gonna sell thirty page goes every day. Obviously, I didn't do that because I could have scan it and just like get my way. Obviously, I didn't make no money, but I was just so lazy. I got fired from that job. I used to sell. I used to sell phones. 
on the phone. And this is even young, this is even before compromise. This is like 2006. So I used to ring up people on their mobile phone to sell them a mobile phone. And we used to have to describe the phone. Right. In the middle of the day. Do you know how much money I made from that? <laughs> Not one penny. It was a commission-based <laughs> job. That's the only jobs I used to be able to get. I never made not one penny, not one yeah, penny. Because again, it's like back in the day, so like, see, yeah, now what is this? Like iPhone. If I told you, oh, there's a new iPhone, you're gonna get mm. iPhone, or there's a new uh, Samsung Galaxy. Mm. You because there's so many adverts, if you like, you kind of know what you know. What I mean, mm-hmm. you know what like. oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm calling you up on your phone, which I think is the first fatal mistake, and it'll be, hi, I'm gonna sell you the new Motorola CF220. What? <laughs> yeah, the CF220. Um, and then, okay, let's say we get past that hurdle. And they're like, okay, I'm interested. How much is it? It's $1.99 a month. Wow, that's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Well, how it actually works is it's £50 a month. And on your third bill, your sixth bill, and your ninth bill, you send it back to us and we reimburse you the money so it equals up to $1.99 a month. <sighs> Obviously, they start hanging up. Who are these people? Who are these people who, who arranged that? That's it mad. was called Phones, not Phones for You, Dialophone. Dialophone was a company. Okay. Terrible. I hope they're, I hope they're corrupted out of business now. Let me Google it. Terraphone. <laughs> who, who's that old manager of Palace? And he got his money from working in phones. Is it? See? Um, he's on the radio now. You, there was a lot of money in phones at the time. People was making money. Yeah. It just me. I see me. Yeah. I'm not really a person that lacks to trick people. Simon Jordan. Okay, we got Simon Jordan. Yeah, he made a lot of money selling phones. Thief. <laughs> you thief. No, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't like tricking people. And giving mm. things. I, I, it sounds mad. I'm not good at, even though I'm good at like marketing, I'm not good at sales. Mm-hmm. Especially not stuff. And at them time there, when you're young, that's the only jobs you can get because they can yeah. just give you zero hour contracts. And it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just had to have a job. Like, well, they know you're going to go. They know you're going to go. So they, they know that you might not have any skin in the game yeah. unless you are like a sinister bastard. Yeah, which some people, a lot of people were. And they were really yeah. making a lot of money, but it wasn't my thing. So there he was here on 101 Part-Time Jobs. Hope you enjoyed that chat. What a guy. What a fun man. What a fun chap. I love my favorite bit. It was like, how, how did you get by? I don't fucking have a clue. I guess we have that. There's something that goes into that. It's like when you drive somewhere, if you're lucky enough to drive, and you get to somewhere and you're like, how did I do that? You can't remember which way you drove. That was wicked. Cheers, Manga. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Olivia Swash, our producer, for editing this episode. I'll be back tomorrow with an episode with Whitelands. Next week, I'm not sure who it's going to be, but subscribe and find out. There's loads of stuff good coming up on 101 part-time jobs i'm always speaking to either people who are huge or people whose records i love but most of all both those categories so cheers for being here if you play in a band if you make music or you rap or you do anything you're trying to get your songs out there head to distrokid.com slash vip slash 101 pod and get 30 percent off your year you get all your earnings 100 million a million users a million plus artists are using DistroKid to get your records out on Spotify and iTunes and Instagram, all the rest of it. Almost half the money off the you know the, 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 the fee that you have to pay. And the rest of it is all your money. Everything after that, all the streaming royalties, that's all yours. So head to it, distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101 pod. Cheers for being here.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.